Welcome to the Shelter from the Storm podcast with Raleigh Wealth Solutions. Brian and Michaela Raleigh are here. I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And we've got a jam-packed episode for you. And we're going to be talking a lot about what's going on in the world, particularly in the economy. And Brian and Michaela, there's there's so much going on right now. Market volatility, interest rates, inflation. Where should we start? Where, where do we want to start? I, I think um, what's on a lot of people's mind is interest rates just jumped up again. Third straight rate hike of 75 basis points. The market is very volatile. I would say fragile, partly because not that they weren't expecting that rate increase, partly because of what the Fed came out and said after they did it, that they're going to continue to aggressively raise rates and they want to get them up into the force, you know, by the end of 2023. And really, I think, caused people like, wow, these guys are just going to keep raising these rates regardless of what happens in the short time. And people are concerned about the Fed not being able to manage a soft landing at this point and driving the economy, despite a lot of good stuff that's going on, driving into a recession. Yeah, it's kind of a, a balancing act, but that is the main arm or the main tool, I should say, that the Fed has to kind of combat inflation. And that's what this is all about, right? Yeah, it is. And and the thing that, that's not being talked about as much is this money supply that's out there, this just huge glut of money that was created during the pandemic, billions and trillions of dollars that were printed. And we've got to get that supply out. And so they're trying to do it by raising interest rates. It's only one piece of it. I think they're missing the boat a little bit. It's one of the things that they can do in control. We really need to tighten a monetary policy in combination with the interest rates. But they're going to continue to raise interest rates. That's what they're going to do. And that's going to, I think it will drive our, our economy into a recession, um, you know, later this year or 2023. At some point in time, things are going to slow down and get um, get get tough, get tougher, I should say. Inflation is still really high. We're seeing it tick back a little bit. And that's, I think, for them, an encouraging sign. And that's kind of like the go, the go sign for them to keep raising the rates up like they have been. So how does that impact us if interest rates continue to tick up? What does that mean to us? Well, I think it's going to mean volatility is going to continue in the markets, I think. And so if they continue to do that and it does drive us into a recession, we could see, you know, we started around 36,000 down, you know, under 30,000 right now. You know, that market could go down a little bit more. And I think that's what has people really, really concerned. And so there's really two, two approaches to that. There's, hey, if you're young, everything's on sale. Buy it, invest, do your dollar cost averaging. This is, this is a great time to, to be doing that, um, you know, 20s, 30s, and even your 40s. If, you're, if your time horizon is 10 years or more, this is okay. This is, this is the market. This is history repeating itself. And that's a conversation we have with people a lot of times when we talk about markets is, hey, they have a history of repeating themselves. And so, um, you know, we're, we're, we know it's going to come back. We just don't know when. I do think it's going to um, go down a little bit more. So, hey, if you're young right now and your dollar cost averaging, great. You're, you're buying more shares and you're getting them on sale. Now, if you're someone who's in that retirement red zone or you're getting ready to retire, that's a different conversation because you might not be able to stomach or withstand another 5, 10 on top of the 20 that were already down as you're getting ready to go into retirement. 
So what do those folks do? The people that we serve, what do they do? Well, this is a time we have a conversation about, hey, let's get efficient from a tax perspective. Markets are down. It's a good time to convert. Markets are going to continue to be volatile. It might be a good time to look at some alternative investments. And most people in our business who work, you know, on a platform, a financial services platform, and they're, i.e., investment consultants, they're only working with stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. We're comprehensive wealth managers. As Michaela said earlier, and maybe it was our last show, we have a family office approach. And what that means is we can go into other avenues, other types of investments that aren't correlated with the market and give people really good income streams. And we think it's a great time to have some non-correlated investments and whether it's oil and gas, whether it's real estate, those types of things where you can diversify your portfolio, still get really good tax-efficient income, but now you have a piece of your portfolio that's not directly tied to the market and can do well. That's key. Yeah, it absolutely is. And Michaela, with this uncertainty and this volatility, it can be kind of a, almost like a decision paralysis where we kind of want to wait and make sure that we're completely out of the woods or for the sake of this podcast, maybe the storm has passed <laughs> and that we're in a situation that's a bit safer. How do we manage that sort of decision paralysis that we're hit with? Well, and that's a great question. Actually, um, it reminds me of a family that I met with last week. They're just coming into retirement um, at the end of this year, actually. And we had a really good discussion about how we were setting up their plan for them. So kind of how Brian mentioned, having alternatives, having things that aren't correlated to the market. The problem with what's going on right now is that everybody has the news station on. And you're seeing a lot of red, the bloodbath in the market. And, and also, too, it's important for people to note that as humans, we have stronger reactions to negative news, and the media is still in the news or in the business of selling news that's going to get a reaction. It's going to keep people watching. So it's important to keep that in the back of your mind that it is going to be biased to those bigger headlines, more negative items, because that's what people are going to tune into and that's what's going to sell advertisements. But when you have a plan that has many different legs to the table. So, you know, if you have a table with two legs, it's gonna be kind of wobbly. Three legs, a little bit less wobbly, but still not as good as one with four. So when we talk about creating a financial house, it's not that it has to have four legs, but the concept of having multiple different buckets of money that are going to do different things for you. What I was telling this family is that when you're truly diversified, there's always gonna be one aspect of your financial house that you really, really love. But there's probably gonna, probably always going to be something else that you don't like. That's not your favorite at all times. But that's how you protect yourself in multiple different situations, whether we have a market like we have right now or a market like we've had, you know, the past 10 years where it's been up, up, and away. The important thing is that you always have options because when you have options, when you're diversified, when you're using different types of buckets to accomplish different things, you're setting yourself up to be able to pivot and to be able to make changes. Because one thing we know when it comes to planning is that the plan is always going to change, whether it's your personal circumstance or whether it's the market. So by setting you up for success in terms of, you know, you have your foundation, maybe that's your guaranteed income stream. Well, then we've got the walls of the house. That's a, a really good dividend producing portfolio that's going to help you, um, you know, outpace inflation over a period of time. And then 
the roof of your house might be an alternative investment, something that's non-correlated, or maybe just a more growth-oriented type of investment for really long-term towards the end of retirement type of timeline. If you have different timelines, different types of buckets, then you know that regardless of what happens, we talk about creating you know, all-weather plans for sake of kind of going back to the storm analogy. Shelter from the storm. We create all-weather plans, and you do that by having options and having multiple legs on your table. And if you do that, and when I was talking to this family and as I was explaining this to them, you could really just see the, the visible sigh of relief. And it's not saying, hey, this account might go down, but this is the account that we're not going to touch for 20 years. But right here, with your Social Security and this guaranteed income that we're creating from your pension that you're getting from your company, this is all of the, this is your expenses that you told me you need to live your lifestyle. I said, so you need to go, when you see negative in the news, you need to go back to this and say, I have a plan, regardless of what I'm seeing out here, I'm sheltered from this and I'm good because as long as people have their income and their lifestyles not being disrupted nobody likes to see their accounts going down but if you're still able to live your life pretty much uninterrupted and enjoy the same standard of living that you you have while you were working and that you've worked for in retirement then you know do you do you really care you do but but you don't and I and that's our goal as the advisor and our job quite frankly as fiduciaries is to put people in that position where they can have peace of mind regardless of the buzz that's happening outside. Yeah, and I love the way you put that because the buzz is not given to us in a way that lets us know that it directly applies to us or it's something that we need to worry about in general. It's just saying, hey, this is bad and we want you to know about it. Well, it may not apply to you. Well, and I think we always say this, the news is broadcasted to the masses. But when we're working with families, we're working with the classes. So people have to realize that the, the general economic times, if you have a good plan with a good foundation, that's not reflective of what's happening to you on an individual level. Well, we've had several of our clients call that, you know, had high six figures or seven figure portfolios and said, man, I'm watching the news and what's going on. And I remember one of the gentlemen told us, Tony, you're down, you're down 3.2%. That's it? I'm like, yeah. Market's down 20. You're down 3.2. And you got a stop loss on this, and you can't lose on this part of it. Well, well, we're we're doing okay. You say, hey, can you say that loud? Hey, make sure my wife hears this. Hey, come on over, honey. You know, and I said, yeah, are you looking at your stuff? No, I'm watching. I'm, to your point, I'm watching the news. I'm, I'm listening to this. And I think it's really important for our listeners to understand, we benchmark to what you're trying to accomplish with your retirement plan. That's our benchmark accomplishing your specific goal. We don't benchmark to the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones. That's why our families are down very little. Some of them are still up this year. I mean, so it's about customizing that plan. You know, you talk about, Michaela mentioned, all-weather strategies, all-weather portfolios. And I think it's really important as well that our listeners that are listening right now understand there's always opportunity. Mm -hmm. This is a tremendous opportunity to convert assets over. We use some structures with business valuations where we can get a 30, 40, 50% discount. In addition to where the market's down, they could get their dollars discounted 60, 70% and get it over into tax-free. And when you do that, you disinherit the government, 
and money goes to your beneficiaries as you would like it to go the best way possible, tax-free, and it gives you liquidity, use, and control of your money. No one's dictating if you get that money out of an IRA into a Roth. Nobody's dictating RMDs to you now. You don't have to worry about IRMA taxes. You can have a very nice six-figure income in retirement and be in a 12% federal tax bracket. We're able to do that for nine out of 10 of our families give them a significant six-figure income and keep them in a 12% tax bracket. N nobody talks about that. They all talk about asset allocation. And, and to, to your point, oh, the sky is falling. The sky's, look what's happening in the market. Pay attention to that stuff. It's not who we are. It's not what we do. We say, hey, yeah, we understand there's a little bit of uh, volatility over here. But let's pivot to over here. Let's take advantage of the opportunity that that's creating. Let's take advantage of the opportunity that everybody else is going to be selling low and then later buying high. We're not going to be those guys. Yeah, it's and it's it's comforting to have that peace of mind, not just with the news, but I mean the political season's going to be ramping up and mm -hmm. the, the noise is only going to get oh. louder as we yeah. get closer to that point. So having that peace of mind and that that inner peace, knowing that I'm okay, you know the, this this warning sound and signal that you're putting out, it doesn't apply to me. Well, it, it you know exact not to the same sense, right? I mean, yes, if if market's down twenty and interest rates are up, I mean, if you you know if you're going to go and buy a home or if you're going to take a loan, you're still going to have to pay some higher interest rates. You can't insulate from things like that. But to your point, it's how they're impacted is very minimal, especially if you're a retiree. What retirees want is they want predictable income and making sure they never run out. Well, we can do that all day long, twice on Sunday. We understand that. We make sure we're benchmarking to that because that's really one of the biggest concerns. The number one concern for people is, is running out of money. And right behind that is like taxes. How do I, you know, how do I make sure I'm not giving up 20, 30, 40% or more of my nest egg to taxes, either in earned income uh, or when I'm selling a business or when I have a, a major sale or, or a big capital gains, how do I make sure I keep more? And that's what we talk to people about because so many times people miss that. They miss it. They just think, and it's interesting because we, we talk with a lot of CPAs and we talk with CPA firms and, and most of them, Jason, most of them are historians. They're going back and saying, well, hey, you had a great year. You got to pay these taxes. We say, no, actually you don't. Here's a strategy for this, this, and this, and we can get you down. And and most people don't know about that. We always tell people, if you know the rules of the game, you can play it a whole heck of a lot better. That's key. You've got to know the rules. You've got to be aligned with somebody that can share the rules with you and show you how to play. And, and you know, then it's up to you, you know, what strategies you want to take advantage of. You can get really creative in terms of, moving the needle for people. And we use the code all the time, but we use it to the benefit and not the detriment of the families that we serve. Yeah, that's a good point because I think so much focus is put on accumulation and protection, but the savings end is, is also just a huge piece that is often overlooked. Michaela, I want to go back to something that we touched on both last show and a little bit in this show, and that's the, the family office approach that you have mentioned. Can you explain that a little bit more and maybe how that differs compared to like a traditional wealth advisor? Yeah, so that, that is really key. When we tell people that we're comprehensive 
wealth advisors. That family office approach, if you have to understand in the financial industry, there's a lot of different worlds, if you will. You know, if you're an RIA, a registered investment advisor, those are going to be your folks that when most people think of a financial advisor, that's the traditional image that they have. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, portfolios. That's important. That's a piece of what we do. We, we have that. But then you also have, you know, the, the insurance, the protection side of things. And then some people work exclusively in that space. That's just a, an, another area where we are. And it's important for people to know that we're independent, which means that we don't have uh, proprietary biases or specific types of insurance strategies that, that we're, you know, economically incentivized to use or anything. We're, we're able to go and shop the marketplace for our families and have those companies compete against each other. And that's really, really important. So those two worlds are, are primarily what people think about. But then what a lot of people don't realize is that there's also the broker-dealer space, which is where you're able to get access to a lot of the alternative investments. So things like the valuation discounts on oil and gas, the real estate opportunities, creating income streams that are non-correlated to the market, those are all under the umbrella of alternative investments. You have to have a special designation to be able to go out and shop that marketplace for the families that you serve. And a lot of financial advisors, whether they have the bandwidth, the time, the desire, don't educate themselves on all of those different realms. And for us, it does a major disservice to our families if we're not educated and in all of those spaces. Because just going back to what we were talking about before, when the market gets choppy and there's a lot of red, you want to have options and you can't have options unless you're truly in all of these spaces. And then of course there's tax planning, there's estate planning. That's all a part of this. You know, it's not necessarily just what you make. It's what you and your family get to keep. All of that is really important, especially for high income, high net worth families. So when we talk about family office and being comprehensive, most people when they think when they say comprehensive, I'm a financial advisor. They're still only in that stock bond mutual fund space. When we say comprehensive, we've got access to the, all of the portfolios, best in class institutional portfolio management. We've got access to insurance strategies. We've got access to alternatives. We're pretty adept with the the tax side of things. We're not CPAs, but we know the strategies to communicate to your CPA and quarterback that relationship. Estate planning. All of those things, that's what comprehensive advising looks like, and that's the, the family office approach. As well as real estate. Yes. So we help a lot of people in real estate. A lot of people have um, sales. So they're selling their properties. Mm -hmm. A lot of the families that we work with you know, do commercial real estate or residential real estate, and they have several properties. They have property managers, but I say, hey, I like this real estate. I like the benefits because there's some great tax benefits with real estate but how do I get out or I don't want to be getting called or I don't even want to have a property manager because there's no such thing when you're on oh, no, probably says passive real estate, but thinks they get in to create passive income, but you're working, whether you're managing your property managers or you're, you know, the guy just getting a call, you know, to go and change the light bulb and to fix the plumbing. And, you know, the house got wrecked and, you know, what happened? We had a storm, something, the windows, but well, we talk about, passive 1031. So when Michaela's talking about a broker dealer and alternative investments, that's a world that opens up to us and we can help people go from one property to another with no taxes, but now they don't have to manage. It's a truly passive 1031. All they got to do is go to their mailbox or their account and the money's wired in there every single month and that's tax favored dollars. 
another example of alternative investments. Somebody um, sells something, whether it's a portfolio or real estate, or they sell something and they have a large capital gain. Well, we utilize opportunity zones. We can mitigate those taxes. We can lessen them. We can kick them down the road. And then we can create tax-free monies on the back end for people who understand opportunity zones. And we make people compete for that business. We, we'll have two or three vendors. And we'll say, give us your best two or three. So we'll have eight or nine options, and we'll whittle that down to two or three for the families that we serve. And again, that's we've got to have the bandwidth for that. You've got to have the licensing. You've got to have the education. And, and that's quite honestly, Jason, it's really um, it's a lot. And so most people, it, they, they can't do that. They can't keep track of all of that stuff. Our firm, um, we've been around for over 25 years. We've got the experience. We've got the maturity. We've got a great team. And so we, we go to work on finding solutions in all those areas. And Michaela talked about it in, on the, the risk management side, the insurance side. We work with 40-plus companies, A-rated companies. We don't. Most of the time, uh, firms will have a relationship or banks will have a relationship with one or two, maybe three. Some of the large wirehouses might have three companies. We have 40. Who do you think is going to be able to give their clients better options and better pricing? 40 versus two or three, all day long. And so that's that's the benefit of being a fiduciary. It's the benefit of being independent and truly being able to shop that and say, hey, we've almost got access really to the universe in that arena. And that's that's the, the fun part for us is making these vendors, making these companies compete for our family's business and then just bringing back some really great options that'll really move the needle for them, whether it's, hey, producing tax-favored income, as Michaela said, or mitigating taxes. We've helped people save literally this year alone in 2022 millions of dollars in taxes by understanding the code and understanding their situation when the business is sold, when a portfolio is sold, or how to convert money into a Roth for 10 cents on the dollar, whether it's six figures or seven figures in a given year. Yeah, 10 cents on the dollar. We've, do, we've done that a lot this year, 10, 15, sometimes 20. That's high. But most of the time, we can get our clients down to 10 to 12 cents on the dollar, converting hundreds of thousands of dollars in a single year. And now, as we said, with the market volatility, we can do it even more efficiently. So there's always opportunities, as long as you're working with somebody who understands that and has more than, you know, one, one arrow in their quiver. You know, so a, lot of, a lot of these guys, and I hate to use this question, but they're one-trick ponies. Like, hey, I've got this, my favorite portfolio. Or, hey, do, you know, you can do this or this. Well, we've got a multitude of different strategies. We should say, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what and who's important to you and what it is you're trying to accomplish. Let us go to work with our team. We've got a huge back office, and we can go to work on your behalf. Brian, I love how passionate and excited you get about helping your customers. And Michaela, before we head out today, you know, we've given out a lot of great information and a lot of helpful tools. 
What should people do next if they want to learn more about Raleigh Wealth Solutions or they want to just find more information in general? There's a couple. So first of all, there's a couple of different ways to connect with us. We've got a great website. Um, we also have a Facebook page, Raleigh Wealth Solutions. We're on Instagram. We've got a YouTube channel, Mondays with Michaela for Young Professionals. Uh, I would say our website's going to be the best place to go to kind of see our team and learn a little bit more about us. But best way to reach out to us is to just give us a call. Our number is 919-852-1215. And what we offer to all the folks who are tuning into this podcast is what we call our SOS, our second opinion service. And a lot of people are having an SOS moment right now with (laughs) with their situation and where they are in retirement. (laughs) So if you feel like you would benefit from a second opinion. We would like to be able to offer that to folks. We say, you know, if you save $750,000 or more for retirement, there might be some opportunities that you're missing, some aspects of the family office that you currently aren't reaping the benefits of. Give our office a call. And uh, Michelle, we call her Sunshine. She'll ask you a couple questions. We can make sure the time's well spent for you, but but we'll get you in. And, and what we always like people to know is that you, you can't become a client on that first meeting, our discovery process is a, is a two meeting process. And, and by calling in, you know, you're not obligated to us and we're not obligated to you. Our goal is to bring people significant value. And if we feel that we can significantly move the needle for you, then we'll let you know. And if we can't, we'll let you know that too. It's really a, a no a no lose situation for folks, especially with a lot of the uncertainty that's going on right now. Yeah, you don't have anything to lose. RaleighWealthSolutions.com or you can call Sunshine. Talk to her at 919-852-1215. 919-852-1215. That'll do it for this episode of the Shelter from the Storm podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Find us everywhere that you listen to your podcast and join us again next time. On behalf of Brian and Michaela Raleigh, I'm Jason Kong. Thanking you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.